because yeah. I have all of the seasons of Walker, Texas Ranger on DVD. <laughs> no, you and don't. And so I kept it just for that purpose. If I ever want to rewatch those episodes, no, um, you that's don't. the only reason right we have it. Is yes. hundred percent serious. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm a big WTR fan. Drive, drive, kicking through windshields, baby. <laughs> y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast we are back today with the entire crew let's go ahead and introduce everybody i am your host joel across from me is our resident cook the man himself the bouge the kitchen white law jeremy what's up buddy meh <laughs> next to him is the tickler our producer and pit master mr matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, <laughs> salty Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. So what's going on, guys? It's been, uh, been a few days since we have talked, but I'm excited to catch back up with y'all. And um, what's going on? How was everybody's Father's Day? Ah, yeah. Um, I, I say let's date this podcast because it's coming out in just a couple of days. But for our listeners, we're recording on Father's Day. So that's today. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so how was it? It was a day like any other. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. everybody, crook, crook, crook. Well, <laughs> I'll speak up. Uh, Milady got me a set of these Glen Karen sniffer glasses. Sniffer My glasses. lady also got me a set of these Glen Karen sniffer glasses. Glen Karen. It's a Glen Karen sniffer. I saw that she got you those glasses, and we never discussed. We never discussed <sighs> what we were getting each other. But I did talk about... I did talk to Matt about the glasses. The, I yeah. talked to Matt about the glasses, and I was like, hey, like, are these glasses? You can saw them in a story, and then I want to get me something, so I just sent her the Amazon link. So it really was all Matt. <laughs> no, no, yeah. su- no surprises at the White Law House. Um, no, I was surprised because I, I actually um, opened the front door as a package on the porch, and I just opened it, <laughs> not even thinking about it. I was like, hey, are these for me? <laughs> it's like a day before uh, Father's Day. But. Yeah. That's all good. Packages at the uh, Lick Ladder house. Uh, Joel's like a housewife with a credit card uh, <laughs> sitting there. I-, I think I saw a new package on your Instagram every single day this week. You had uh, something new? <laughs> I've been having some late, like, to myself nights. Okay, that's not a really bad. <laughs> Whoa. No, yeah. I mean, I've still been here, guys. <laughs> yeah, she's still there. I've just been like, for, I've been staying up late, you know, and like kind of having some downtime, whatnot, and uh, drinking some bourbon and having those, you know, impulse buys. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, but no, the, uh, the, um, I have spent some money lately. I've got some books. I got some, uh, some books by the meat eater, uh, Steve Ranella. He's got three books out. One's on, uh, small game and upland, uh, birds and whatnot. And then and butchering and how to's. And the other one is on big game. Same thing. And then the last one is like his, his big cookbook. And I got through one of them. And, uh, Jeremy, you, you kind of chimed in with me. I wasn't, uh, the, the first one, which is like his, his like coup de gras or whatever that freaking word is. This is the, all you need to know about hunting book. Is that the volume one or the volume one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he has two volumes on like hunting and processing game and then a cookbook. So you got through volume one. I got through volume one and I mean, man. Well, before you guys even talked, we were sitting outside by the little kiddie pool with the kids and Joel's reading and he just kept saying, this sucks. I know all this stuff. This is boring. (laughs) Boring. I mean, look. This is like, this is aimed at someone that's never done any of this before. It's true. It's if you have never done it, or have you barely done it and you just really want to get into it? That's what you would need. I think you would. this would be a great foundation for you. But for somebody that has done it as long as I have, I'm just like, okay, yeah. And then, and then, and then. And then. And then. <laughs> no, and then. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, so there is some things in there because he goes over all this big game species. and But they don't really pertain to me because I don't hunt them. You know, I only looked at the ones that pertain to me and I was, I was bored out of my mind and this, nothing against him, dude. Like, go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry. Oh no, no, no. I was just gonna say I had the next word. Um, I'll say like 
Um, I'm a huge fan of the Meteor TV show, and mm-hmm. I listen to their podcast occasionally. Like, good good group of guys and stuff. Um, I never got Volume One and Two because at the time I had access to a uh, a local expert uh, artist, formerly known as Home Cooking Hunter, uh, <laughs> kind of guided me through my first uh, hunting experience. But I do have the uh, the cookbook, and um, I had the same experience as you with that cookbook. Um, there wasn't. It, it was like a whole chapter on like how to like reverse here or something. It wasn't anything unique or um, special to game. It was it was more like methods and stuff, and it was just uh, stuff you could easily Google. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. Is it just like technique for breaking down animals, or are there actual recipes in it too? Because I've never seen this book before. There's both. So the rest, the Go recipe, ahead. like some of them were like leg of animal. <laughs> and it was like what like <laughs> like tell me where the muscles are like 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 where do i get a tri-tip off this thing like like w- like what do i do with this or that like w- like what leg a front a back leg like it just was not specific enough for what i was looking for that was my biggest qualm with it is that it when it come to the butchering part of it i was hoping because i look at this guy as the godfather of the outdoor industry when yeah, it comes to hunting and him. cooking I mean, he's just he's, mm-hmm. he's fantastic he's super smart um, so I'm getting into this book and I'm expecting that I'm going to maybe figure something out that I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. And it was so basic, so vague. Um, he talks about how to do everything, but it doesn't break it down. He's like, so you take, you know, like on the, on the rear quarter, I, that's my favorite book of the animal There's to open so up. so many hidden gems of cuts. Mm-hmm. Steaks and stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. For, I mean, you know, eye around, top round, top sirloin, bottom sirloin, oyster. You know, o- oyster steak. I mean, there's there's all kinds of different cuts in there that you can do great things with. But he was just like, you cut it like this, you cut it like that. You can make a ham out of it, or you can make a roast out of it, or hell, you could even make some steaks. And that was it. He was done. Mm-hmm. Well, he, him as a person is so much more than that. So I'm assuming that his target audience, what he was aiming his book for, must have been for the beginners. So that's what I was going to say. I I wonder if the strategy there was to make something that was less intimidating to somebody who didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Because I, a lot of times when you go straight for like that in-depth knowledge stuff, it it scares people away. Like bread? Like bread making? Yes. Yes. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> or camera like, gear. <laughs> like you have uh, Ken Forgish's book, Flour, Water, Salt, Yeast. It's insanely in-depth, but it takes you from the very beginning all the way to the very end. Like the, the, the least complex to the most complex. And this book never had that growth to it. It just stayed extremely basic all the way through. And you were just like, okay, like. Well, learned- yes. And I, and I read the introduction part of it. And I felt like the introduction was written after the book was written because I feel like he was like, yeah, this may come off a certain way. So I need to like cover those bases in the introduction. Like you really need to read all of it because you might be able to use X down the line. You know, like I feel like a lot of hunters would get into this book and be like, uh, I, I, I mean, I was bored out of my mind. Now, well, Oh, no, I was going to say, like, Joel, you're someone who's always processed your own deer and stuff. I know that there's a lot of hunters out there that don't process their own deer. Mm-hmm. They take them to a processing facility. They have nothing to do with it. They drop it off. They come back, and they get wrapped up packages. So to them, which I think is probably a good segment of the hunting population, maybe there was some stuff in there for them. Yeah. Now, I, have, I haven't got into the small game one yet, and I think that's something that I don't do a lot of that I might have a little fun with. Um but I did skim through the, 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 the recipe book, which is like, a, it's like a, it's big game, small game and fish cookbook of his, mm-hmm. but it also goes over butchering of those animals too. So it's the same things he had in the other ones, but it gives you a vague description of how to break the animal down. But it, um, I am kind of excited about it. There's a, a the big game, like recipes are like, eh. So there's not mm-hmm. that many and they're yeah. like and they're not like super um what's the word like difficult or anything like yeah. that but there was a few of them that 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 seemed kind of fun like you know there was rabbit catchatory catchatory in there and um i've never made that and you know yeah. I, I think there's some phrases and things in there that i could learn from them in the book the book the recipe book actually looks like it would be be fun not not like it's not over the top difficult or anything but it's looks like it'd be for somebody who's not like a like jeremy this is not like being facetious at all like somebody like mm-hmm. you that book would probably be boring but like somebody who's kind of like it a, was a middle class cook you know what i mean like somebody who, who or maybe is wanting to get better i think it'd be a really fun book for them 
I think if you're a hunter and you're just hunting for the sake of hunting and you were never really cooking any of your game, you're going to kind of see some stuff in there. But like, I think once you understand the anatomy of really any animal, whether it's a cow or a deer, you're going to understand what cuts are what and how to cook them and stuff. So it's kind of translatable knowledge and stuff, you know? I agree. I agree with that. What do you think about that big ass knife I bought? (laughs) What what was that for? No freaking reason at all. (laughs) To go cut the grass in case the mower dies. <laughs> that was a burp. That was a no. It's because I gotta defend myself against marauders. Oh, because got Troy Polamalu hairdo, uh, hockey it, stick come after you. You got your kukri. Not even playing your, around, bro. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. No, I watched this movie called Duff. Crocodile Dundee. No, close. No, it's called uh, Da Five Blood. That's not a knife. This is this a knife. Is a knife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. No, it's called. Uh, have you y'all have you seen on Netflix? It's a movie called The Five Bloods. Nope, has I have not even seen that come across my timeline yet. You to like even want to click play? Well, because okay, if you watch the preview, it's about these guys that were in the these African Americans that were in the Vietnam War, and mm. they basically stash. They come they come across a stash of gold that was meant to go to the Vietnamese government the South Vietnamese government, while the plane crashed and then so they get in a firefight, they win, they stash the gold, and then years later when they're old, like they're in their 50s and 60s, they go back to get it. And it's that, it's, you think it's going to be like that kind of adventure. The dumbest movie I've ever seen. It's, the, it's got some good actors and they're, it's like they tried to put this thing together really quickly and there's it's like zero acting skills in it. But you gained something off of it because you got this knife. I saw I that. I saw that mother. <laughs> what, what, I, I was. It was late. I was sipping. I was sipping on some bourbon, and this dude was hacking through the woods with that kukri. And I'm like, that's a cool ass knife. And I googled it. I was like, oh, I want that. Click. <laughs> we'll cut some More shit down. Weapons laying around our house. <laughs> I swear, if it has a sharp blade or it shoots gunpowder. Uh huh. All right, Matt, you you bring it in. How was your Father's Day? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> let's, so let's just put it out there. So I, we didn't talk about this, but it's something we've been alluding to for several weeks now. So my wife is actually 18 weeks pregnant right now. So we've got a beautiful baby girl uh, that's going to be on the way. <laughs> <laughs> So if you've been picking up on the hunts, especially through uh, Rapid Fire and Reload Recommends uh, the last three or four weeks, uh, that's what we've been alluding to. So, well, uh, We actually so spent the day assembling the nursery. So I spent yesterday and today painting and putting furniture together and oh, stuff like yeah. that. So I really can't think of a more fitting way to spend my first, I guess, pseudo Father's Day. That's so awesome. We've been yeah! waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, man. I, uh, when, Reload baby. That's right. When you told us about it, man, it was like, it was just the goosebumps. And I was so stoked for you guys. Because <laughs> when we first met you, bro, we first met you at the Scenic City Egg Fest. Like that first time we like actually physically met. Like yep. that's something we talked about. Like you brought it up and you were like, yeah, hopefully one day. Right, Julie? And she was like, I don't know. She's like, not tonight. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and so we got a baby Kirksey coming. That, uh, you know, Spencer Kirksey yep. um, is having a baby boy. Yep. He announced yeah, and it. his, their due date is like within a week of our due date. It's crazy. Well, so. You want to know what's weird is I had a dream months ago, months and months ago. Uh oh, we going into dreamland here? Yeah, yes. Let's go in. I had a dream months ago. Joel's rubbing off on you. Uh. I had a dream months ago that for some reason I couldn't get out. It was like right when quarantine was starting, and Spencer picked me up at his truck, took me to Panera Bread, and I was super (laughs) embarrassed because he like drove through the building and like cut in line and was like, "There you go." And so I ordered my food. And his wife, Dana, showed up with a little boy. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged him the next day. And I was like, I had this weird dream that you took me to Panera Bread and you and Dana had a little boy. And he was like, what kind of sorcery or <laughs> what kind of sorcery <laughs> yeah. witchcraft is this? He was like, we haven't told anybody yet. Um, just a couple of their close friends. He was like, but we're expecting so you got and that. And then ESP. find out he, he, he tells me the day that they're going to do the gender reveal. He says, um, if it's a boy, then you're 
you know, something like you're freaking on something, <laughs> like witchcraft or something. It's and like sure that enough, mom intuition or whatever, you know, like moms just know things. It's, it's weird. So weird. So that was like really it was. Funny. It's weird because like we've never actually like shook Spencer's hand. You no. know what I mean? Like it's all been online. That's just weird. You weren't able to she's read always, his palm. And she's stuff. over here dreaming about being yeah. in his truck, going to Panera Bread, and, uh, and his, <laughs> hey, basic white bitch over his, here. Yeah. Panera Bread in the middle of quarantine. He was. So, he was so rude. He just drove into the did. building. He like blew through all the like barriers. I like how they let you order afterwards. They're <laughs> yeah. like, not again. Well, what are you gonna have? It's the Spencer Kirksey official. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's him. Oh. It's him and that hot person giveaway. But um, Sending I'm, butter. <laughs> sending butter. Butter that bread. But we're, we're super happy for him and we're super happy for Matt and Julie. This is gonna be really great. We'll definitely know. have some stories, I'm sure. That's what's oh, up. yeah, for sure. That is what's up, my man. The Glenn Karn. Glenn Karn. All right. Well, I think now I want to is, see a manager. I think now is a good time to take a break. <laughs> Karen. Never mind. Sorry, honey. Glenn Karen. <laughs> take us to a break before this goes any further. Yeah. All right. Glenn and go ahead, Karen. Honey. All right. We're going to go to a break when we get back. I want to talk about a hot topic right now, and that's products and businesses changing their names Ooh, under pressure. So stick around. We'll be right back. We're back. And, you know, something that's been a hot topic lately has been a lot of these food products and like bands, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Under pressure, people are changing their names. They're changing their branding and packaging uh, to be politically correct. Now, for one, one of the things that I really liked was Lando Lake's butter. I love the Indian on the front. Now, I am not Indian, so I can't say what someone would or wouldn't be offended with. But, you know, taking the Indian off the package just made it kind of boring to me and i like seeing a woman on there what is so what is so offensive about about an indian woman holding a stick of butter what's now so when you say indian that? you mean someone from india or a no, native american no i mean native american native american okay politically correct <laughs> i'm just giving you hell. <laughs> i mean like, you're right though you you're right i have to watch my pronouns all right i know and, and i feel like we're in an in an age like obviously we shouldn't be saying certain words but we're in an age where it's really walking on eggshells Sorry. about anything that you say. You don't know how it's going to be perceived, whether or not that's out of context as to what you're saying. But it's it's tough right now. It's a tough world to be living in. It's it is, and th- what's going on with these products? And y'all chime in. Just throw your fingers up if you, if you need to cut me off. But um, I think what's happening with Land Lakes is stupid, and I think what's happening with the 130, I think it's 130 year old company, Aunt Jemima. I think take, you know, taking that, re- completely getting rid of it, it's gone. They're gonna, they're gonna get rid of the name and the face, all of that. And I don't understand what's offensive about a black woman smiling on a can- a bottle of syrup that is fantastic. Besides, I know Jeremy doesn't like it because it ain't out of the freaking tree. But. Yeah, it's mostly high fructose corn syrup, so I don't really and use that's that. What we but, uh, Matt, sorry. So I, I mean, I as a what a white young Christian guy, I can't presume showing your privilege. To, yes, showing exactly. your privilege. I can't presume to see or understand, you know, what some people may think about some of that stuff. Yes. But I think that what's interesting is that you guys think that that's a reaction to the current climate and not necessarily just an opportunity to capitalize and get free marketing. Hmm. Oh, I never thought uh, about that. Did you guys see like the story behind like the Aunt Jemima brand? Have you read about that and yes. stuff? There's a whole Wikipedia yes. article on yeah. it. It's awesome. Um, the lady's the lady's last name, like, which has come to light. It's, it's a really inspiring story. Like this lady, uh, her last name was green. I can't remember her first name, but she was the, uh, the model that sat for that. And she was their spokesperson for, for years and years, had a lifetime contract with general mills. Like it was a really, like she was born a slave and like, it was a really up by her bootstrap story. Like it was an incredible story. And they're just kind of erasing that, which is kind of. Yeah. Kind and, of- and what I was going to say is like, I can, like, like Matt said, I, don't know how it could be perceived 
by somebody else. Somebody else might perceive that differently. That might be different than I am. But personally, to me, I've never looked at that as a racist type product. I see a woman on there and I've read her story. And as a businesswoman myself, like I thought it was quite inspiring seeing a woman on a package like that who came out of slavery and became something and became you know, a big something. Like she, she something. led a really, mm-hmm. she led a really good life. She was cooking at expos and, and she became the face of this amazing product. And like, why are we taking that away from her? So Matt, to your point on that, if you watch outside of the business standpoint, forget the businesses caving to the, the pressure. The fact is that there's actual pressure on this is what's got me irked. The fact that there is pressure that somebody, a, a woman, I forgot her name, um, but she wrote a New York Times article about when are we going to get rid of Aunt Jemima. This is before they decided to do it. And she had a video out talking about the fact that she goes, our children are going to go to the grocery store and they're going to see that and they're going to see that oppressive image of a black woman on a bottle of syrup. And I just, and and, you know, as some people may go, well, you're, you know, it's your white privilege or you're racist for saying what I'm saying because that's the world we live in now. But I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't care what era it came from. It's not oppressive. It's 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 a, a successful business with a uh, an African-American woman that looks happy as hell. And and if you read the story, the story is a is, is a story of success. I don't get the oppressiveness. Yeah. It took her out of oppressive of oppression. It took her yeah, out. Yeah, it's not it's not like General Mills took her image and like didn't pay her and like there wasn't like this whole horrible like it's actually a really good story behind the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. just a story of success, not a story of you know oppressive racism From the or something. Seventies uh, or nineties, give or take, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Around there. Yeah, it's just well, it the sucks. brand is a hundred and some. 100. Well, 120, 30 years old. So, yeah. I mean, that'd be turn of the century, yeah. I, I hate I hate that because, I, you know, when we buy our maple syrup and stuff, I, like, I look for that label. I've loved that label. I love Aunt Jemima uh, syrup, and I think that's really cool that she's on there. I don't want her removed. But this I is, can't I say mean, I've ever are, had Aunt Jemima syrup before. Of course you haven't. You haven't I had guess. ketchup. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all Julie buys. Hey, but you know what? Well, you not know, anymore. You know who's yeah. coming next. You know who's coming next. Mrs. Buttersworth, she's going down. But Get- I, I've got, I, you know, I, <laughs> I say I hate to see it go. Of course, if it's offensive to people and it's like a hurtful image, then sure, I stand behind that. But I, I, I hate. I don't think it is. Like maybe, well, I'm, there, maybe I'm oblivious. There are, th- there are things out there like um, the Washington Redskins that's been debated for like the past ten years, and a lot of people find that very insulting. And like, if they got rid of that, like, okay, like I get it. You know, yeah. it's, it's been around for a while, but this you. is kind of out of left field. Like, you know, Aunt Jemima, like what? That, that's what makes me sort of question the motives and, and regard, you know, I, I, just because I'm questioning the motives, obviously there, I'm sure that there's more like backstory and whatever, like the people that work there have, this is a calculated decision either way. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean there. And they may have like the best of intentions, but regardless uh, the facts are that they're we're talking about them right now. Yeah. Right. It's all over and the place because they changed their label, and so it's free publicity. Well, I would say like um, the NASCAR thing probably happened first, then banning the uh, the uh, Southern flag and all that sort of stuff, uh-huh. and they got a lot of positive press for that. So I think these companies are seeing that and saying, "Hey, maybe we can, you know, get get in on the heels of that." Um, but because you know, here's it's the deal, the, a little ridiculous. On that point, at the end of the day, if if Pepsi said who that's who owns it now um if they said hell no we're not changing it you know this is that they would have to fight that battle you know they would Mm -hmm. have to fight that they would have to stand up and and argue for the point of keeping aunt jemima around and these companies don't even want to do that go ahead and the latest is the university of florida gators have you heard about them they got rid rid of of the gator bait yeah got rid of the terms gator bait why I don't even know what that, what's that term refer to? I mean, so, bait, bait that you catch gators with. Well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the gator it, chomp? Like that thing. Yeah, the gator chomp. It's called gator bait. Well, oh. we clearly don't know much about that topic anyways. So I, I don't know. Well, I don't even want to get down that rabbit hole anyways. So that's going out the Holy window. Shit, did we just find a rabbit hole? Joel doesn't want to go down. <laughs> 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 
Jerry, so funny. Seriously, guys, I heard something else that like I think would shake the entire community too. Um, I heard that Reload Rub is going to get rid of all imagery of guns and anything that's related <laughs> ah, to guns inside of their brand ah, because of all. This. Oh, is that would have to change it. Everything. No, no. There's a big, there's a big dick that everybody could eat if, if that was ever brought up to my to to the reload Rough company. You don't take away this man's goods. <laughs> I'll get the the red will come out. I'll tell you that. I know Instagram won't let us have a shop on there because. But guys, I'm. Mean, you know, I mean, like there, it is scary times right now, and there and there is a lot of things going on that, um, you know. <laughs> Who knows if that's going to end up coming down the down the pipe? I mean, if they take away point. your guns, just stock up on pack and heat. No, the- pop the lid and just in their eyes. <laughs> Pepper spray. Yeah, inspiration. She did it to our kid during research and development of it. Anyways, it works. I will say that it did. Tested on human children. Did I not tell you? Have I not told you guys this story? It's terrible. I don't think so. You've told it to us. I don't think you've told it to the audience. Okay, so guys. I felt so terrible about this. We could look back at it on it now and, and kind of laugh, but in testing for pack and heat, <laughs> I got mad. You know, we kept saying, "Okay, we got to get it hotter. We got to get it hotter." And our son at the time, I think he was five, four or five. He was really into the new yeah. reload bl- uh, br- uh, blends. He loved fully loaded. He loved double action. He's so excited. So I said, "Buddy, do you know what this this bottle is? It's our new reload blend." He was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he wanted I, to smell he it. He said he wanted to smell it. So I opened the lid and just expected him to smell it. Well, he was young at the time. And instead of sniffing in, he blew his nose out. Oh. It puffed oh, the dust no. oh. into his eyes. Habanero flakes straight in the eyes. He just starts screaming bloody murder. And I'm I like, bet. I felt terrible. I'm like crying. I go, what did you do? What did you do to him? I'm like, I, he's like, don't puff it in his eyes. I just eyes. gave him a bunch of pack and heat. I thought she like he took it and like, like squeezed the bottle. Like here, it. smell it, son. No. So he, he blew and I thought instantly, I'm like, that was such a bad idea. So he cre- cried and screamed for like ever. Mm. And so I looked up Blood I looked up that milk. There's like an enzyme in milk that cuts the capsicum or whatever it does the burning. So Joel poured milk all over this paper towel, slapped it on his eyeballs. And I'm telling you within like 10 seconds, he stopped crying was like, feels better. Yeah. So it works. <laughs> and I oh. very clearly <laughs> mom of the year over yeah, here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Since you've told us that story, we actually keep milk soaked uh, milk soaked wipes in our bathroom just in case we had too much back and heat with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> On your butthole? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Wait, I didn't even think spell about it out, Stacy. Like, jeez, I'm glad. I, I was like, so you go to the bathroom to get it to clean your mouth out? <laughs> he taps it on his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put a little, little dippy dab right here. That's both a nice. whoosh, a whoosh moment. Stacy, if you hadn't have said that, Matt would be editing this episode, and then he, like three days later, he'd finally get it. He'd be like, "Oh, hilarious!" <laughs> yeah, I would have messed with you guys. Yeah, like I got it now. I got you. It's a potty joke. <laughs> All right, guys. Speaking of hot, I need to go use some of those uh, milk soaked wipes real quick, and we're gonna be right back. And speaking about some member berries. Member, I member. <laughs> All right, we're back from the break. So, you know, we just said we were going to talk about some uh, memories and nostalgia, member berries and all that uh, sort of stuff. So like I mentioned at the top of the show, we were cleaning out the uh, spare bedroom and working on turning that thing into a nursery. And I wanted to show you guys this. Uh, I posted it on Instagram, too. This is a disc back uh, when Netflix still sent discs. This is a disc that they sent me and I never returned. And I don't know what to do with it. I'm sure like at this point, I've probably paid for it, right? Oh, yeah, you got charged for that. It's yours now, bro. I mean, I just, it's, you uh, own it. Don't just put, for, send it back to him. See what happens. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like, do I include a note that's like, hey, I'm really sorry I kept this for the last 10 years. <laughs> I thought you guys might want this back. You're like, you paid triple what it's worth. Don't worry. Yeah. No, but our, the thing I is, remember. is it's, it's a single disc from a series of Top Gear. So that means somewhere there's like six or seven other discs that are missing the disc one. Because I've got it here with me. <laughs> They're probably in six or seven other people's houses, like buried in some Probably. <laughs> now, do you even have like a DVD player? 
Uh, I've got it like a PlayStation that would probably play it, but that's it. Okay, because we have we still have our Blu-ray player, but it's like in a drawer somewhere because yeah. I have all of the seasons of Walker Texas Ranger on DVD. <laughs> no, you and don't. So I kept it just for that purpose. If I ever want to rewatch those episodes, no, um, you that's don't. the only reason right we have it. Is yes, hundred percent serious. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm a big WTR fan. Drive, drive, kicking through windshields, baby. Oh yeah, Ooh, round out kick to the face. Like, yep. <laughs> don't mess with Chuck. <laughs> I remember when you remember. I remember. I remember when um, Netflix had the subscriptions, where you would have like one disc or two disc. Oh yeah. And so you yeah. do you remember? I remember. So that's what this is. Yeah. That's so you would be is. sending one back and requesting the next one. You were that one's already in transit coming to you, so you could be watching those. And you would you would rent something per se. We and, had a couple of those. Yeah, you would rent something and have to wait two or three days for it to come in the mail. I know. I can't wait till Batman Unforgiven gets here. I know you guys are kind of young. You're a little bit younger than we are, but do you remember when there was Taco Bell Lunchables? No. 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 Tell me so about you, these. So you know you they've got the pizza Lunchables now. You know, they always have the crackers and the cheese and the meats and they have the pizza ones. But I remember when I was like in, in middle school, they had Taco Bell Lunchables. And so it was like, I'm not kidding you. So they were refrigerated and there was a soft, a, a mini soft shell and a pouch that had the, the cold ground beef in it. Ooh. And you would squirt it I'm into your I'm glad I don't remember that. Yeah. You don't remember that? You, you don't remember that at all. You don't remember? You don't heat it up. No, you don't you heat it up. And then it there had spray, it had like the shredded cheese and you would put that on your little taco and you'd eat it. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. It was my favorite Lunchable. You had terrible parents. I did not. They're the best. What was that? What was what was G and Subaru doing buying you that Listen, garbage? If you had freaking Lunchables, I had, had Lunchables. Good, I didn't have that parents. shit. No, you had good parents. Mm -mm. Freaking Taco Bell licensed paste. You had meat paste. It was amazing. <laughs> pate. I, I remember it well. Got, hey, you got introduced to pate as a young kid. Yeah, it's also food. I don't know if you guys remember these, but I remember. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. You guys remember those uh, 3D Doritos? Yes! Yes! I love those things, and they did, they don't make them anymore. It was like, so Jeremy, you're shaking your head no, which is great for the listeners. But uh, it's <laughs> a triangle. Wait, wait wh what are those one things where you put them on the end of your fingers and Bugles. stuff? Was that one snack? Bugles. Bugles. Bugle. Uh, it's yeah, I remember. Bugle? I remember Bugles. No, it was I remember off. Bugles. It's a triangle-shaped <laughs> chip, just like a... <laughs> <laughs> killing me. Oh, that's even better, Stacey. Yeah, it looks like this. <laughs> They're filled with air. It's like taking Stacey's tiny... making lewd gestures over hey, here. No, no, no. Hang on. I got, I, got, I got this. Jeremy, do you remember when we were making tortillas and how mine were blowing up yes, and turning into there balloons? You there you go. And, and biscuits? That it's like... They, oh, okay, okay. I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it like, a, it's like that, it's but like, with, a, with a chip. Exactly. It was a Dorito that somebody puffed up with some air in the middle, and it was like a Dorito pillow, and they were delicious. <laughs> yeah, they were. Very. And speaking of bugles, I used to I, I used to make sandwiches, or my parents did. We would go to, like, theme parks, and <laughs> talking about my parents. <laughs> White bread, mayonnaise, bugles. <laughs> bugles, bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, delicious. <laughs> I used to pretend that I was a, a tiger. I'd be like, you know, with the bugles on my with fingers. With the bugles? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. That was a You remember? I remember. <laughs> I remember, too. Okay. Something that I know Jeremy's not going to be able to be in this conversation, but do you remember? Another one. Do you remember Easy Squirt ketchup? So it was like purple ketchup or green ketchup? I remember how it used to stain my teeth and gums when I was eating it. Do you remember <laughs> that? I do. It was gross. What? Yeah, Easy Squirt. No. Easy squirt ketchup. It's like, it's I remember just, the easy like, squirt. I don't remember the freaking colored ketchup. Because you should remember it. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, okay? Yeah, it was just ketchup with food coloring in it. Uh, maybe we can post some like pictures it. of this stuff to the TRP page this week. But it was like, it had so much food coloring in it to get over the red that it would dye your teeth and gums. Uh-huh, plate, everything. I do not yeah. remember that at all. Do you, I got one. Do you all remember Stretch Armstrong. Oh yeah, I remember oh, yeah, Stretch I remember. Armstrong. Yeah. Did you ever cut that bastard open? No, because no. we're not psychos. 
Well, was it? Yeah, I don't think I did. They probably weren't allowed to have scissors or anything sharp at that time. Yeah, when I was four years old, my mom wasn't like, here's a knife, go no, dissect so your toys. My, in my, my defense, I, I had a, a yellow lab that tore everything up. I had a brand... Do you remember the the Nerf footballs with the whistle? I remember your dog that still tears your stuff up. Yeah, damn it. That's coming back. Sadie. No, uh, I had a Nerf football I got for my birthday that had the whistle on it. It was like the, oh, the hottest yeah. thing. Uh, I remember. I remember. Hottest thing fact. out. And I had it for a total of about 20 minutes before she tore that son of a bitch apart. But she got a hold of my Stretch Armstrong and punctured it. And then and that's how I ended up cutting him open because I was like, what the hell is all this? You know. All right. Warheads. Pretty, pretty wild. Does anybody remember oh, yeah. Warheads? I, rem- I remember oh, those. Yeah. You remember? Those I remember. I remember those. They had hot ones, though, too, not just sour. They would have, like, the hot Warheads. Oh, yeah. The spices. Dude, so when we rabbit hole, here we go. Uh... <laughs> In the what was that sound? <laughs> when Mike I'm clipping that and saving it for every rabbit hole from now on. <laughs> so my well, my my younger brother when he was um, probably two years old, um, we gave him a warhead because my, my mom let us. She was there. We gave him a warhead and he immediately sucked it back and lodged it in his throat. <gasps> yeah, and was was choking on it. And my mom scooped him up, beat the shit out of his back, and then he vomited all into the floor. But that's my one of my members of uh, Warheads. Member, member that's choking. Pretty accurate for a Warhead. Member Those choking your brother. Member. You just had to. It's like you had to suffer through the sourness, and then yes. once you got through all that, it was finally sweet, and that was when it was good. See, I didn't like it when it was sweet. Like the sour was my favorite part. But like I oh, remember, no. like trying to be tough as a kid, and like people would say, like put it in your mouth without taking out. And so my strategy was filling and pooling up your mouth and your cheeks with saliva sticking it in there and then just trying to suck all the sour off as fast as you can. We used to get blisters on our <laughs> tongue. Terrible. I know it did. I, I, but I, I didn't want to go there. Just mow through it. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I just fill my mouth going. with saliva and just mow right on through she, it. She practices yeah. till this suck day. It's a off. good, it's a good practice. Um, <laughs> I got another one. Do y'all remember Banaka? Oh yeah. I remember that. You remember? I don't, no it? idea. Come he on. He tore a pet detective when he would say like, do you have a mint? Perhaps some banaka? <laughs> when he's talking with his butt. These young to, asses. Come on, guys. To the, um, <laughs> to the detective? Einhorn? The, on, Einhorn the only scene I remember from that movie is when he's coming out of the rhino. Okay. That's the no, second that's one. That's the second one. Oh, oh my gosh. The, you got to watch this. So, okay. So I just watched Ace Ventura like maybe like two weeks ago. Um, it's on Netflix right now. And that movie holds up to time. It's still hilarious. Hell Please, yeah. Matt, you have to watch it. So yeah, he's like talking to the detective with his butt and he goes, do you have a mint? Perhaps some banaca. Do you? Banaka, what is it? It's a it's breast spray. Still don't know what it is. It's, it's breast spray, like minty breast spray. It's like, like a little air, air, like an aerosol form. Like, it's like a long chapstick sized tube Shit, with a squirt it on it, and you would spray it under your tongue, and it would give you fresh breath. So there's so like is commercials. The, is the joke that his? And I know this is back to Jeremy's. You're dissecting a frog and killing it, but. Is the joke that his butt is asking for a breath mint because his butt stinks? That has I, nothing I to we do with what I'm talking about. She brought that up. <laughs> you have you have to watch the movie. Forget the joke. I right, see it. Yeah, we, I actually we do know remember what that stuff is, but so we used to squirt that shit under our tongue. And see how many? Uh, yeah, it was like it was like a challenge. I mean, it was it was spicy. It was, it was no. Not not for fresh breath. It was a challenge for like how many squirts can you take a banaca because it was intense because it burns underneath your tongue, and we would I think I got up to eighteen one time and then like my tongue would just start like you know how you gleek, you know gleek, yeah. gleeking yeah. is Jeremy do you know gleeking when nope. you shoot spit out from you, under your tongue you yeah oh, okay, involuntarily okay. yeah involuntarily it was like a sprinkler just. And then I formed an, ul- an ulcer <laughs> under my tongue. You gleek a lot, though, anyways. Do, why do you think I spit all the time? No, you'll open your mouth and it'll just spray out. You've, no, he doesn't do me. He does. He's always like done a, that. Like he'll, a dinosaur. He'll shoot it at me. Like a Dilophosaurus. Little things come out the side. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jeremy, you haven't had any good members. 
Okay, so I have one. <laughs> I but, remember the um, French Chef. Remember <laughs> when you guys said you wanted to do '90s food? I was like, "What the hell is '90s food?" Because I was 11 <laughs> in 2000. Um, <laughs> so I googled '90s food, and you guys will be really impressed with what I found. Ooh. 1987, Jean Georges invented something that we still eat to this day. That was all the rage in the '90s. You guys are gonna love this. I remember it. Chocolate lava cakes. Oh my oh, god! god. <laughs> Boo! Get out of here! Classic nineties food. <laughs> well, this might not be nineties, but do you guys remember Big League Chew? Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah yeah! Oh yeah! How many flavors were there? One. Just I remember bubblegum no. flavors all over. No, I've had grape. Grape, grape is delicious. Sour apple. I heard Paul and Spencer talking about sour apple. Yeah, there's sour apple. Okay, grape was always my favorite. It gives I hate anything sour apple like candy or gum. It gives you ass breath. It's terrible. Like Do you they have still sell it. You have this after yeah. breath. This after breath. It's like literally like a tangy asshole. Not that I know what that's like. Just saying. Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> What about um, Ecto Cooler High C drinks from like around uh, the Ghostbusters? Yeah, I remember. Were those a, I were those those. a tie-in with Ghostbusters? It was a tie-in with Ghostbusters because it was Ecto yep. uh, the slime uh, guy, Slimer, but or whatever. I'm so Those were like upset. in the plastic bottles. You had like tear the lid off with your teeth. No, these were in juice boxes. Yeah, oh. dude, the box with the straw. Yeah, well, I'm upset they don't have that flavor anymore because it was so good. No, I'm not upset at all. Ecto Cooler. It was good then. Now it'd be like literal. I, was, I keep saying ass about everything. It would be like a tiny <laughs> I'm gonna, asshole. I'm going to stop. <laughs> got, ass, got ass, ass, in ass in a box. <laughs> mm, ass. Oh, man. What about Dunkaroos? You remember Dunkaroos? Oh, Dunkaroos. Come on, guys. Are those the, uh, is it like the, it's, there's like a package that has like a peanut butter or a caramel on one end and no. there's like sticks on the other end? No. No, like white icing with like. A little oh, animal, okay. little graham animal crackers, and you would di- like kangaroos, and you would dip it in freaking cake frosting. <laughs> no, this is the worst delicious. topic to have with these two. I know. They, this, I said it in the group chat. Like, I don't. Joel and Stacy are like what you're like five, seven years older than us. Like, I don't read the group chat. <laughs> we know <Okay. laughs> we're expecting Stacy to tell you <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> what about gushers? Those are still gushers, around, bro, and they're yes. awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. gushers okay. are amazing. Like I had things like, um, remember, uh, Nutter Butters? Oh yeah. They're still <laughs> those around. Those are amazing. <laughs> Little Debbie's. <laughs> yeah. But like, but those are still around. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you guys this. What like kid TV shows do you guys remember watching? Remember? So Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, <laughs> like Nickelodeon stuff. Did you guys week. watch Guts? <laughs> oh yeah. I loved the, Guts. The aggro crack. Yes. Dude, I wanted Legend, to. I wanted Legends to be of the Hidden Temple. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there he is. What about coming uh, in? What about are you afraid hey of the dark? Yes. <laughs> oh man, you're coming in. The- <laughs> what about Hey Dude? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shorts. Hey Dude. Rugrats. Yep. Doug. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Ooh, uh, Nickelodeon ooh, Doug, ooh, because ooh. Disney Channel Doug was terrible in comparison. What? I've never heard of Disney Ch- Ch- Channel Doug. The same characters all revoiced with different scripts. Patty yeah. Mayonnaise. Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. I want to get on some of that. And uh, Skeeter. Hey, Patty. Skeeter, yeah. Skeeter, yeah. <laughs> Patty Mayonnaise. I like your mayonnaise. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, I could keep going on with these members for over and over and over again. But oh. yeah, I think it's time that we take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be doing... Rapid Fire with Jeremy Whitelaw. Rapid Fire? I remember. I remember those. I remember those. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stick with us through the break. We'll be right back. Alright guys, welcome back from the break. We are going to jump straight into Rapid Fire Questions. Tonight we have some short answers, some true or false, and some long answer. Let's jump right into the first one. We'll go Matt, Joel, Stacy tonight. Deal. First question. Have you ever worn your clothes backwards a la Criss Cross? Matt, 
not on purpose. <laughs> I would say there's times when I'm getting ready early in the morning and I realize I've got a shirt on backwards sometimes. <laughs> Happened to the best of us, yeah. Joel. Hell yeah. I actually went to school with my clothes on backwards in lieu of Christmas. Of course. Of course you did. Yep. It's probably like last week. Stacy. Uh, I used to love Criss Cross in the 90s. They made those Looney Tunes t-shirts that were actually showing the Looney Tunes characters standing backwards with their crisscross clothing. Yeah. So I tried to do that as well. So yes, my answer is yes. Make you want to jump, jump, Mac Daddy, make you jump, 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 crisscross, yeah. make you guy. Okay. No idea what you're talking about. Miggity, miggity. All right. Next question. True or false? Cupcakes are just fancy muffins. Matt. True. Absolutely no. true. No. Absolutely. No. False. Absolutely false. Stacy. False. There's nothing like a muffin with a cupcake. Yeah, Matt. Frosting on it. Matt, you dumb They're shit. They're both cake. You dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same thing. No. One's well, chocolate and one's got blueberries in that it. That is not true. The, the consistency is completely Muffins different. Muffins are different than cakes. Yes. <laughs> Jeremy, so. what's the difference in a muffin and a cake? I need to know now. Oh, um, a muffin is um, is a less fancy cupcake. Next question. <laughs> Who here owns a full Canadian tuxedo? That is a full denim getup. Matt. Uh, not me. Joel. Well, uh, no. Oh, that was going to be our yes. Stacey. <laughs> if you count his Daisy Dukes, then he... I'm just kidding. I wish, I wish I had a full... I used to have a jean jacket and some jean shorts. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. You need the jean shirt also to go with it. The full denim. I'm doing it. All right, guys. Favorite holiday, Matt. Thanksgiving. Joel. Christmas. Stacy. Halloween. Really? Yes. Wow. Love it. Yeah, she likes the devil. That is not true. Yeah. Don't say that crap. Yep. yep she All is. Hallows Eve. Yep. Let's All right, guys. Celebrate Satan Speaking over here. The- All right, guys, speaking of the 90s in this episode, the year is 1890. You're taking your family on a vacation to the continent. Do you take a dirigible or a cruise ship, Matt? (laughs) What? What was the first one? A dirigible or a cruise ship? What's a dirigible? Do I have a lifeline to find out what that is? A uh, a lighter than air, a hot air balloon, pretty much. You know, a dirigible. Like the. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I uh, forgot. Like the Hindenburg? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Hindenburg went down in flames, so I'm taking the cruise ship. All right. Which well, also went down by Joel. an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking the Titanic. Uh, the year is 1890. Let me change my answer. I don't know. If I'm alive in the 1890s, I think the fact that I could fly would be the most amazing thing in the world. So I'll probably take the the dirt ball or the dirt. dirt, dirt, dirt You're the afraid dirt. of heights. You're going to go up in a slow-moving balloon? Okay, well, that's... Thanks for telling the world I'm afraid of freaking heights. I appreciate that. Uh, fun fact, I proposed to my wife on a hot air balloon, and she is afraid of heights, but being on a hot air balloon, it raises so slowly, and like you raise with it, and there's no sound or anything. It's actually very peaceful. Yes, and there's also Stacey? a guy. That gives me anxiety thinking about I'm taking the cruise ship. Man, cruise ship people Fancy. here. All right, guys. Next question. While Southern-style flaky biscuits are known to be tastier and more flavorful, Northern-style drop biscuits are adored by Yankees and folks who dislike butter. Which do you prefer, Matt? <laughs> drop biscuit all the way. And yep, I'll prove it right to you And uh, uh, Joel? <laughs> he cut you off bad, bro. <laughs> I'm a flaky biscuit man all the way. Stacy, I'll change your mind. I'm going with levels on this one. Drop biscuit. Yeah, because yeah. you're because you are a yank. I am. I'm you sorry. For the listeners, when we're able to get back together after all this craziness, we're going to do a biscuit battle. So Let's stay do tuned it. for that. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, Matt, this is going to be your fatherhood question here. Yep. Memorable childhood storybook that you would slash have shared with your children, Matt. Uh, maybe like Harry Potter's too obvious. Maybe like Around the World in Eighty Days. Oh, there you go. Yep. <laughs> I'm Jules Verne. Matt, yep. Matt comes out with a freaking novel. Uh, mine is Cl- a short Clifford it's the like Big a- the Big Red Dog. <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> no, a no, it started as a book, bro. Yeah. yeah. The good. book was better. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school, they pulled out the Clifford books. I was excited. <laughs> Joel's like Matt with his chapter book. <laughs> <laughs> If it's, if it's more than 10 or 20 pages, 
It's not a children's <laughs> book. Oh, my goodness. Stacy. Uh, Goosebumps series. I've been introducing my children to those. Yeah, let's scare the shit out of our kids. I yeah, learned yeah, I to read on Goosebumps. Those are amazing books. I have the whole set. You're, you're welcome oh. to borrow them. She does. She has boxes of Goosebumps books. I don't think they age very well once you get older. <laughs> I'm probably good. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, pretty, uh, they're pretty good. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Mini cupcakes are just miniature cupcakes, which in turn are just miniaturized cakes. Where does it end, Matt? Crumbs. It ends at crumbs. Joel? Batter. Batter shots. Stacy. In my stomach. <laughs> All right, next question. Cake or pie? Matt? Pie. No question. That's pie. the right answer. Pie, hands yep. down. Joel? Yep. Pie. Pie, pie, pie. Such a Sophie's choice, but I think I'm. I, homemade cake is really good. Definitely not store bought cake, <laughs> unless it's Karen's Kitchen's cakes because those things are bomb. I think I'm choosing pie. I think I'm gonna punch you in a pie hole right now. <laughs> All right, bunch of pies here tonight. All right, guys. Final question of the evening: Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Matthew Farr. Yes, they are. Joel. Is William Shatner the greatest actor of all time? <laughs> yes. Kirk? What? what? All right. What kind uh, of question she... is that, Jeremy? Of course. That's a shitty answer, Stacy. Was it what's the fun at all? <laughs> Joel's answer just confounded me, but I guess I'll hand it over to him for uh, real recommendations. <laughs> That's right, y'all. Let's get out of this wimpy segment let's get into the real segment that you all want to listen to which is reload recommendations let's get into it right now with reload recommendations recommendations from reload yeah i like it was like a kiss thing you did like the 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 kiss thing there at the end i like it a lot yeah (laughs) come on gene let's go first yeah Oh yeah! All right, reload recommendations, guys. This is, this <laughs> I gotta what we're actually, doing here. I, don't, yeah, I gotta actually, <laughs> I gotta actually tell what we're doing here. We're gonna be recommending things to you guys that you all, uh, we want you all to know about. So we're gonna start it off today. We're gonna go Stacy, Jeremy, and then Matt, and then I'll round it out at the end of the uh, recommendation here. So Stacy, what you got? I am recommending a new snack that I have found, and it is Doritos Flaming. Lemon. So good. It's like a soury, spicy, and they're they're not like regular Doritos. Like they're coated with all of that flavored powder. They're amazing. She won't stop talking about the damn things. I love them. They're like in a like a light green bag. Flaming Limon Doritos. Try them. Limon? Limon. L-I with a accent M-O-N. Flaming Limon. Flaming Lemon. Flaming Lemon. Try them. Uh, or is it lime? Lime on? No, it's limon. It's limon. Is it lime on? That's how it's spelled. <laughs> oh, man. The, the Tickler's up here looking them up. Yeah. Uh, we, should, we should refer to our resident uh, Spanish speaker, Joel. <laughs> Hello. Okay. It, okay. In other places like Dominican Republic, limon is used for both lemon and lime. That's the, so the, the bag has a picture of a lime on it. So okay. it's it's like a like a lime limon, yeah, lime habanero or something. It's maybe? A li- uh, it's limon. fantastic, and I, yeah. I highly encourage you guys to get some. If you get a bag of this, please take a picture and tag TRP that Reload Podcast on IG. Yeah, Jeremy, how you doing? All buddy? right, guys, I got a cool snack also to uh, recommend this week. Uh, Earlier this week, I dropped off a loaf of bread over at Joel and Stacy's, and I dropped off a box of this snack also to them for them to try out. They are a ramen noodle that I grab at Costco, but they have them on Amazon too. It's called Asia, A-A-S-H-A. It's a Taiwanese-style ramen noodle, and these are the probably the best instant ramen I've ever had. Joel, what do you think? Uh, bro, it is hands down the best. The, yeah. Don't the, the little ramen pouch that you like had back in high school and college, <laughs> throw that shit out the window. This was so freaking good. It was. It was. Thank you for bringing it because it was like. Oh yeah. Such a treat, dude. It's like it's 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 more authentic for cheap ass ramen. 
Like it mm-hmm. takes the takes the broth part out, and you have more of the you have the noodles with the sauce and everything. Oh, man. Yeah, like you just boil the noodles for two minutes, and instead of like a powder package, there's a liquid package with yeah. like oils and, and like flavoring that you, like, you mix in with it and stuff. And like at Costco, it's normally like nine bucks for a twelve pack. They had them on sale for like six bucks for a twelve pack, so they're not expensive. You're paying like fifty cents a ramen for it. Um, we keep them in our house all the time now. Um, they're kind of our one of our go-to snacks. Bro, I put that chili oil that you made, that homemade chili mm-hmm. oil you gave us. I put, that, I put yep. that right in there, dude, and it was like, oh, freaking flavor town. So, you so sometimes for dinner, we'll, we'll like dress those up. We'll you know slice some fresh mushrooms, like some uh, some green onions, some chili oil, some Perfect. leftover pork or something. Heat yeah. it up, um, toss all that in with it, and just have uh, you know like a little simple ramen for dinner. That's fantastic. Mm. Talk to me. I now. wish I had some. Wish I had some chili oil. It sounds delicious. It's almost like you were here, and like I told you, you could have some, and then like you didn't get it. You were more worried about getting mesquite <laughs> off my front porch. <laughs> you know, if you moved to Knoxville. Yeah, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt. Matt. You have another announcement for us? Hey, You're moving? Matt. Uh, no. So it's my time for Reload Recommends, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we're going to continue on this week with Matt's music. Uh, like I said last week, it's something I'm going to be doing from now on. So this week, we've got a blues rock hitter from the Black Keys that absolutely slaps. hey uh, Best listened to with the windows down and the volume up. From 2019's Let's Rock, this is Shine a Little Light. So I love listening to this song, specifically, like I said, with the windows down and the volume up. It's one of those where the louder you listen to it, the better it sounds. I listened to it already, and I loved it. Like, I was, like, envisioning myself, like, driving in a Jeep, and my hair was, like, blowing around like crazy, and I was rocking out. <laughs> okay. I have so a... it's definitely going on our list. Well, of course yep. it is. Matt recommended it. It's got to be good. Yep. I haven't listened to it yet, and I will definitely get on that for sure. I, I encourage everybody to go on Spotify and follow the Reload. What are, What is it titled so they can go and follow it? It sounds good, though. Uh, it's called Reload Recommends. And okay. so uh, maybe we'll figure out a way to link it from the TRP page. Yeah. We might have to do one of those link-in bios or something. That way we can have multiple links. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I think you guys should follow it. It's awesome. If you're outside and you're grilling, you're cracking a cold one, like this, this whole list right now is is banging. Hell yeah. And yeah, I said banging. It is. There's some really good music on there. Matt, Matt, Matt's got excellent choices. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to bring us home here on Reload Recommends, guys. I was going to drop some music as well, but I've changed my mind because tonight, dropping right now, you won't, you'll be hearing about it you know, later, but the show Yellowstone Season ah. 3 premiere of the night. Kevin Costner kicking ass because everybody wants to steal his damn land. I'm telling you, uh, if, if you have not seen Yellowstone, you got to binge watch it right now. I don't care if you have to go buy it on Amazon. It is worth every second. That show is fantastic. 100% agree. Uh, I, I, season three has some big shoes to fill because season two was so good. Oh, dude, season two was excellent. Hey, yep. excellent, Stacy. Stacy hasn't seen it, by the way. She wouldn't, ever, what? She wouldn't watch it with me. So I, just, I said, screw this. I'm not waiting. No. Uh, Julie, I haven't seen Julie it likes it. You guys got to catch up. Jeremy. You'll really like okay, it. Okay, I'll try to do it. Did Jeremy. you have all the seasons? No. You bought them all, didn't you? Well, that's when we had DirecTV. I, we have YouTube TV now, so. Crap. Sorry. Jeremy. What, what network is it on? It's it on, Param- on Paramount. Paramount Network, which used to be Spike TV. Oh, okay. Jeremy, you won't regret it, bro. I, will, I won't steal So your, how do you watch it? I won't. You watch it on TV. But, I mean, how can I watch season one and two? It's a television style device. What do you mean? You can go on Hulu or you can go on Amazon and and you can find season one and two on there. Don't look at me with them. Have to purchase them? Don't look at me with those. I'm going to stab you eyes. Do, do you have to purchase it? Well, I had to. We'll yes. Right and I, left, so. yeah, hey, man, I got dollar dollar bills. No, you, I don't know if you have to purchase it now. You did last year. Or last season, I had to I had to watch season one and purchase season two. Okay, so I guess I'm gonna start watching it. So you have to wait to start season three for, with it for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, kidding. it's not happening. 
So, all right. Well, that is it for Reload Recommendations. I hope you've enjoyed everything we recommended tonight. Hope you've enjoyed the show. I want to thank all you guys uh, for listening, and I hope you all subscribe. Do it. Do it right now. Hit that button so you can listen to the Reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We've got a big episode coming up next week leading up to Independence Day. Dun, dun, dun. Suspense. So subscribe so you don't miss that jazz. So we love y'all. We thank you. We'll see you on the next show. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. Whatever. Did, did you guys never do that? Like when you played sports growing up, you get like a, a quarter of a lemon and you would like suck on it like during yeah. breaks and stuff? No, yeah. not, not that. No. I mean, I would do that for fun. Like, hey, I'll do my yeah, face. Hey, look at me. Does it look like I played sports growing up? <laughs> I don't know. Like band or something between songs. <laughs> I, I wasn't the marching band. So, there so you go. Coming from the guy who says sports ball. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I actually all, played a lot of sports. You know all those, you know, all those touchdowns I scored when I was sucking on lemons? Hey. Patrick Swayze had some really great... Patrick Swayze's hot. Patrick Swayze. Was. God rest, God rest his soul. R.I.P. Um, Patrick. Kevin Costner in the 90s, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Waterworld. Oh, yeah. Such good movies. I've never seen any no, of those. Kevin Costner today. Kevin Costner today is still good. I love, oh, I love good. Kevin Costner. Remember? Remember Kevin Caster? <laughs> member? Oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs>